Welcome to low tide. The water is receding. Let's turn over some stones and see what crawls out. Hello. I want to talk about today, first, the extrinsic value of Bitcoin and the blockchain. And I'll try to talk about the intrinsic value of the blockchain. But the extrinsic value, I think, is maybe the harder concept to kind of wrap my head around. And I was listening to Lex Friedman's podcast with Robert Breedlove, and I'm pretty sure he said something about distributed information and how he thinks about the Bible this way. And it really got me it really got me thinking quite a lot as well because I've been trying to understand this more. So anyways, I was thinking about the Bible as being this distributed system or chain, if you will, of information and how this information has traversed through space and time, you know, starting in a small region of the earth over 2,000 years ago and then propagating outward and spreading through multiple substrates this information spreads through paper through scrolls but also through minds through ideas through memory it's it's physical but it's also not physical so this information is robust it's moved through space and time and basically has gone unchanged because no one no single entity no bad actor could change the information, the order of the words, or what the words are in any way. I'm not talking about, actually, you know, interpretation. I'm talking about the order of the information. You know, you go hear a preacher, you go hear somebody on the street corner. We all have the ability to figure out whether or not the words that these people are saying is part of the Bible, really is part of the Bible. We have a distributed ledger that is completely open and accessible, but no one could change it. And no one could say it says one thing when it doesn't, or no one can say it doesn't say something when it does. That's the robust power of a ledger that's distributed, that we can all agree upon. This ledger is also very valuable because we know it will never change. We know that the words on the paper will be the same today as they will for 2,000 years from now, like they were 2,000 years ago. And we know that wherever you are in the world, or whoever you are, the words are the same. So that has a value to it that we can stake things on. We choose to stake our lives on this information because we think it has value. Because it's been through space and time for 2,000 years. Because it's so widely known and accepted. It has value. This is a similar mechanism in blockchain. It's the same mechanism of distributed information a common accessible ledger that is continually being validated by the blockchain mining network you have a ledger that anyone can see at any time where i say i did something they can go and check 
or Billy says she did something, we can go and check, and so on and so on. The information is distributed, and each block where the miners are chipping away and confirming the transactions, each block adds to that chain of credibility. Each subsequent block that the network of computers breaks and adds to the chain adds confirmation and validity across space and time. And no matter who you are, no matter where you are, you can go to this ledger, to this common ledger, and check and see if it's truth. Additionally, you have this thing that is so robust, it has staying power, it has lasting power because of its distributed nature. So you can stake money on it. So when you have this network that, because of cryptography, a single computer trying to break one of these blocks could take up to 10,000 years because the cryptographic puzzle is so complex. So a single computer working at this problem could take 10,000 years, but the combined power of the network breaking these blocks is essentially like a lottery. So you have thousands of computers working at the same problem, but only one of them hits the number at a time and breaks the block. So when you confirm the transactions, when you add to that chain of truth, you release coins. And these coins are based on that truth that it will endure, that will last through space and through time that everyone has access to, that everyone can read and know what is truth. So you have this incredible, incredible power. Incredible, incredible stability through space and time in the blockchain network, in Bitcoin itself. The coin represents truth through space and time. The other reason you can stake a currency on Bitcoin is its intrinsic value. And Satoshi... Nakamoto from the start set it up this way. Just like when you're mining gold or when you used to mine gold, you put human hours, you put human energy, you put time and effort and money into extracting, excavating, filtering that gold from the earth. So you have this transfer of energy once again, um, which is value. You know, energy is value. At the end of the day, when you pull the gold out of the earth, it represents the effort that went into pulling that gold out of the earth. I got to go, which was pretty cool, to a gold mine in the Dominican Republic, and this was in like 2013, no, 12, 11, something like that. And it's just astonishing the effort that they go to to pull out this element from the earth. You know, digging gigantic holes in the earth, breaking boulders through these massive crushing machines just to get tiny, tiny amounts of this gold. That energy that transferred from the machines, from the humans' time, from the humans' effort is represented in that gold nugget. It has the intrinsic value of all of that effort. So you can stake 
your currency against that time, against that effort, against that manpower by using that element. Bitcoin is the same. The amount of energy to mine a Bitcoin was known by Satoshi Nakamoto down to the, the last coin. <laughs> so ideas of like Bitcoin using too much energy, the network using too much energy to mine these coins, this is value. This is where we get value. This is where we get sovereignty and the ability to access a free market outside of the overreach of government. And it's not just currency for goods and services. Any number of industries that government has been pulled in to mitigate fairness can be ripped back out. And if this software is implemented properly, can run the world. There's so much potential in blockchain. It's incredible. Sometimes I feel and I'm, you know, I worry about, I love technologies that have this, this ability to go a thousand X, to go forward. My fear is that the world isn't ready because they just don't understand. And if we want adoption and we want change, I think there's a great need to understanding these opportunities through technologies and translating them and making them known and understood by the people who need them, the people who are constantly undermined by government overreach, whether it looks like a good thing or not. Anyways, lastly, I'll just say that I think it's incredible. I think Satoshi Nakamoto could be the deus ex machina that Earth has needed for a while. And I can imagine someone writing a science fiction story of a you know futuristic civilization that's far advanced from us. Maybe not Earthlings, but maybe they come to Earth and they realize that we went down the wrong path and they have the ability to see time differently and they maybe go to the instant in 2008 and send this badass samurai, digital samurai, Satoshi Nakamoto, to write the white paper of blockchain and just drop it on the Earth and see what happens. You know, a little flame or a little spark to give the people a better, a more fair, a more free way to live. Uh, that's it. That's all I'll say. You've just experienced low tide. If you found anything unique or if you enjoyed yourself, please consider subscribing.